Starwin, and I'm here with my good buddy Dan O, who lives about an hour north of me up in Sonoma County. I'm here in Marin County, California. And this is our second sharing of this podcast, which is called We Straddle Bridging the Divide Within Ourselves and Our Spiritual Communities. And actually, that name evolved a little bit since last week we did the first one. So I'm going to say that one more time Bridging the Divide within ourselves and our spiritual communities. And you know, we're not doing this podcast because we don't have enough things to do and we're bored and sitting around all day. I know Dan and I are both very engaged in a lot of things and our schedule tends to be pretty full. We're doing it because of something in our hearts that is so strong that we've been experiencing this, something that might seem like a divide. Uh, I've certainly, always been aware of something like I'd call a divide in my own mind between different, sometimes warring factions in my own mind. But we've also seen it externalize a lot in the communities of people that are very committed to spirituality and creating a better world and the fifth dimension and a lot of these beautiful ideas and experiences. We've seen some very significant divides that have happened around what's been going on politically in our country. And it seems like a lot of people that we've been close to are having more similar views to us. Some of them are extremely opposite and it's almost hard to talk to them anymore. And it's usually around because they've become very strong supporters of Trump and um, myself and Dan, some other people pretty strongly don't feel like supporting Trump. And we're not here to t discuss politics in this, to talk about just the experience of what seems to be a divide. And, you know, where is the common ground in this? Because I know we both really firmly feel there is common ground that's much stronger and much bigger than the seeming divide. But like we're at a time where the divide part just seems like blowing up in our face. It seems like it's taking up so much oxygen in the room, you might say, and having a lot of you know, fallout from it. Uh, I'm personally feeling some grief today, I must say. Um, because of someone that I've been very, very close to, who I feel there's a divide in that relationship and that's you know, making me feel some grief. So, you know, I'm, I'm just being real that this is, a, this is a thing on a feeling level and on many levels. So, um, you know, we, we have some things we wanna share, some perspectives about it, but really the purpose of this podcast is not just to talk about problems and issues, but about where is the solution, like what, Where's the voice of sanity? Like, where's the light? You know, I think most people who consider themselves spiritual people do really believe that there's a light that of oneness. There's some sense of oneness or unified field or the quantum field. Where is that in this situation? So, so Dan, why don't you just talk a little bit about what you were talking about uh, before we got on here? What, what, what do you want to bring to this? <laughs> Thank you, Darren. It's good to be here again. And yes, basically... I feel like we're uh, airing out a little bit of the, uh, I don't know if it's stress uh, that <clears throat> we may be carrying uh, as we are touching into the culture at large. Um, there is so much going on right now. 
and things are so intense uh, in so many ways. And anybody who has any sort of sensitivity, I think, is can feel it. And um, and I'm I'm so grateful for the opportunity to just attempt, you know, to find some common ground, uh, some bridging, and yes, not only within our spiritual communities but within ourselves. Um, so yeah, I I think. Uh, you know, something that happened this past week, I think, is we, we should no take note of. And that is, um, you know, that, that, that YouTube and, and Twitter and Facebook uh, did a massive sweep uh, where they took off, you know, sites that are, are related to this. Um, you might, I, the, the term I use is alt-media. So it comes from alt right and alt light, and and it's generally it's it's a it's a uh, it's it's a form of <clears throat> kind of fringe uh, culture that is expressing itself largely online, and um, and that many of the friends that we know and are connected with really are connected to you know many websites that are talking about QAnon, talking about the problem of the cabal, talking about the great awakening, uh, talking about you know the, the, the spiritual uh, edge and sort of like like frontier that we seem to be on right now. And <clears throat> so I, I I, I think that um, what I wanted to say about maybe in terms of, you know, YouTube and, and the censorship of these sites is, is that this is a, this seems to be in a sense a symptom of the breakdown in relationship between, I think what I'd call mainstream media or mainstream culture um, and this more f sort of like frontier out there edges of um, of, uh, of the spiritual community, you know, uh, and we might call it conspirituality. Um, and so mainstream sort of people within uh, a certain consensus reality are basically closing the door to seeing that there's something going on outside of the framework of that consensus reality. And this, you know, would have to do with that there is some very difficult things that are going on in the world that are really hard to see and really hard to be open to because in a sense they can be very ugly. And so, and then on the other hand, you have in the alt media culture, uh, there is a lot of talk about like the dark agenda and a uh, sort of a nefarious elite that is uh, really wreaking havoc, wreaking havoc uh, you know, on the world. And that Trump is really uh, somebody who could, you know, could really help to, 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 to change this. And, and so there is this, there's this breakdown in, uh, of, of extremes where mainstream, I think needs to be open to there's something going on here 
and then the extreme alt media is become lost in a sense in its own bubble where they become so detached from a sort of consensus mainstream media framework and um, that mainstream quote unquote <clears throat> excuse me uh, is is basically saying stop you know don't talk about that we can't handle it <clears throat> and so we're not you know i think in our podcast here we straddle is is it no it's not about don't talk about it it's about how can we talk about it how can we come into relationship where we're not so offended and and where the extremes are not so intense the 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 anger and the venom oh my gosh it is intense so i'm again grateful for us to have this opportunity to be able to talk in this way yeah well you're bringing up a huge subject and it's one that is not being talked about enough and that's why we're doing this um it just seems like you know dan what i heard you say is that there's what you're calling consensus reality would be things that are sanitized or approved to come out in the main medias that we get like you know the main um, tv stations and big magazines and newspapers and major internet sites and all that and then there's some that are and then there's the ones that are like QAnon, which are just completely in this other world of talking about all the conspiracies going on and basically saying don't even look at that mainstream media because it's all just lies and and fake so don't mm -hmm. even look there yes but there's also some that are outliers or somewhat in between i mean there's a lot of people that run you know different um you know their magazines or uh websites where they're not definitely not way out in the QAnon perspective but they're also are revealing certain amount of mm -hmm. the rot in between so i don't think it's all just yes black and white in those two things yes. i think there's a lot more diversity than mm -hmm. you know that you were saying but but overall I to put it I'm gonna put it another field like there mm -hmm. there is some bad shit going on in this world <laughs> now that we are not hearing about and that and in that way I agree with the QAnon perspective and the people there they're sensing accurately that is true and you know we don't want to in this short podcast take the time to go into what those things are but it's the very short version of it is that there is there are real conspiracies there's a lot of fake conspiracies here's the here's where it gets tricky there's a lot of fake conspiracies made up i believe by russian disinformation agents and god knows who that feed them through QAnon. and you know when people get into almost like a trance to take a lot of them in but yet there's a lot of very real things coming through QAnon. so this is where it gets a little confusing mm -hmm. yes but there's there, there is some real conspiracies on the part of some of the, the a certain elite of very wealthy people, um, you know, corporations and non-government actors and so on. I mean, I believe that, and Dan and I both believe that that stuff's real. So how do we, there's the old saying, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. It's kind of like, okay, if there, we do need to like wake up and see that these things are real, but not necessarily jump into a whole alternate reality where we're cutting ourselves off from, you know, a lot of other things that are real and tangible and grounded and sort of common sense. I, I, I've heard it said like that there's some basic ethical qualities of human life that were codified like in the 10 commandments and going way, way back. Like thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness. 
and that we've gotten too far away from those things. Like, and either extreme can be not based in simple ethics of what it means to honor human life. So the straddle that we're talking about, I feel is some basic things that most people, if they really just let their guard down, would, would probably agree with that are ethical qualities of human life that apply to all of us. Yep, absolutely. I mean, you're getting a little biblical on us, uh, but uh, you know, I mean, yes. I, I, think, I think that um, social media as a forum for, this, for the culture fosters um, like, like more and more like foul behavior. It, it, it somehow, you know, and that's what I'm seeing that happened for me is, is that, um, that I'm realizing like on, on Facebook, if I put out a post that has a strong uh, like tone of, you know, and, and, and an emotional expression of something about the state of the world, that I'll have friends who read that who are absolutely not in agreement with that. And they have nowhere to go with it necessarily. Or anyway, you know, the whole phenomenon of social media is is a huge uh, issue that we're grappling with. We mentioned a little bit last week the uh, the, the Netflix uh, documentary called uh, "This You Know Social Dilemma." That's great. Yeah, and um, so and I'm just you know really um, uh, just just wanted to kind of make mention of that. Also, to make mention that Darren and I have yet to just to even talk about whether we're going to use swear words on this podcast or not. Um, <laughs> You broke the ice on that, uh, Darren. Uh, so, uh, so, but I wanted to, I wanted to pose this question. What is the divide within? What is the divide within us? Like, how is this showing up inside of us? If we want to talk about yeah. the, the divide. Glad you said that. What I was thinking when you're speaking you know, earlier we were planning this, is that one of the qualities of human nature that is so strong, like there are two flip sides of it. One, like you could say, birds can fly, antelopes can run, bears are strong, and humans can deny and project. <laughs> like that seems to be, we have such incredible ability yeah. to deny things that are, you know, that are right in front of us, and then to take the pain we feel and project it onto others. Mm -hmm. This is so important to look at. Yeah, and I projection. feel it's like a big place where a lot of these divides come from is that, mm -hmm. you know, animals are not able, I don't, well, maybe they can deny, I guess maybe an ostrich can stick its head in the ground and believe it's safe. So I guess that's a form of denial, right? I mean, so maybe some- Not just a river in uh, Egypt. Yeah. yeah, right. Not just a river in Egypt. So. What I feel is going on is that there is a huge shift in consciousness happening on the planet that we are all caught up in. And we've often used the word ascension of consciousness. There's some kind of upward movement and it's actually happened at many times throughout human history. It's not like this is the only time, but this is a real big, almost like a, literally a quantum leap 
And according to the Mayans, when these leaps happen, they happen suddenly. They're not like gradual evolutions. There are certain points, nexus points, where just boom, things just go to a higher, different consciousness level. And I really believe we're in that. So what that does is it brings up so much stuff in ourselves that has been hidden carefully away in our subconscious minds. And it's painful and it can be overwhelming and chaotic and discombobulating when you're forced to feel things that you've had, you haven't dealt with. And guess what? If you, the, big, the, the biggest tendency is to project it and demonize other people because you're feeling pain and discomfort. And Dan, you know, I know you're a psychologist. I'd love to hear your take on that and how you feel that relates to our conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that, that that's what's going on for me lately is recognizing the ways in which I don't tend to like ways in which I might dissociate in a sense where I might like lose touch with that core, like <clears throat> rock solid inner self that is in a, that's just been with me from day one and that I <clears throat> get sort of pulled into just strategies uh, of, of, of like, uh, yeah, dissociation of uh, protecting myself from suffering, of avoiding grief, mm -hmm. uh, of um, abandoning myself, uh, for example, you know? And, and it's like, it's the inner, you know, the inner nasty guy that, that, um, that I'm very much more willing, you know, and wanting to sort of point my finger, you know, oh, it's him. Oh, look at, look what he's doing. Oh my gosh. You know, and, and yet really the best thing I can do is work just within my own system and my own energetic. How is my energetic, you know, am I holding a frequency that is solid in the space of I love you. I care for you. I want the best for you. You know, or am I just frazzled and preoccupied? And um, so, yeah. So, 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 Darren, you mentioned phases, you know, of uh, humanity's transformation, and I wanted to mention um, that that. Apparently, we're in a, a, a phase of transition uh, that is very astrologically, and I think it has to do with uh, Jupiter and Saturn. I think are the two um, planets. Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very heavy duty. <clears throat> and, and that it's 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 parallel to what happened in 12th century, and that 12th century there was a real surge of consciousness, <clears throat> and and it's very exciting. And, and I, like, I like invoking that idea of like a new renaissance kind of, you know, you know um, like, like let's, what can we do to bring the energetic of love into the culture in a way that we haven't seen for a while? 
I don't know if that answers your question, but anyway. I'm <laughs> Everything's okay on this podcast. Yeah, there we are. You went where you needed to go with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, but I love what you said about the this mm. renaissance. Because mm. I have studied that, uh, mm. about these different times when these humanity takes a great leap forward in a very short amount of time. And mm. the renaissance was one of them. I mean, so many things drastically changed in society. And, you know, in terms well, of renaissance health. historically was a little bit later, but... Um, yeah, the renaissance was the 1600s, but yeah. there was... But the 12th century, uh, I mean, the whole, like the, the explosion of the Gothic cathedrals and the Templars uh, in France, it was very exciting. Uh, <clears throat> the origins of Kabbalah uh, came in, the mystical uh, stream of Judaism, uh, and, and, the, and the Cathars. Uh, there, was, there was this incredible upsurge of consciousness and spiritual community, uh, you know, like spiritual consciousness that was held within community. So, uh, so that's, I think, what we're really excited about. Yeah. Not just well, and disturbed I, about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's important to say that this, within the pain of some of the things we're going through, there's this huge promise and huge, exciting thing that's opening. And one of the things I'd like to say about going back to the idea of this, this seeming divide in the spiritual communities that, that you and I are in. I mean, I'm, we're not talking about some other, we're, we're seeing it in people we personally know and you know, have been close with, is that I believe that there is a quality in people of questing for truth, of wanting to know the truth, of wanting to uncover kind of the coverings, the wrappings, the, the padding around what's real and to get down to the nitty gritty of like mm -hmm. what's really going on. And that's yes. been a hunger. And I know, Dan, you've been fascinated by the, um, by the, the, the Gnostic tradition, these, um, you know, that goes back to the early days right after Jesus and so on. And I, you know, from what I've read about those Gnostic practitioners, they were very much questing for a truth different than what there was around them. And so I feel like, let's say, the people we know that are strong Trump supporters and, and really, you know, gobbling up the stuff that QAnon is putting out, while I disagree with a lot of their conclusions, I respect the, the quest for truth that yes. they have. Like that, like that feeling yes. in them, like, I want to see through, um, you know, the just, okay, I'll, another four-letter crap. <laughs> the stuff we're presented <laughs> with um, that, Thank that you. We, just, we just sense, we just sense is, is flawed, is incomplete, yeah. is, you know, mm -hmm. we're giving given a bill of goods. Mm -hmm. and so I really yeah. want to honor that sincerity and that yes. passion, like to, yes. to, to take in that truth. And also the people who are against Trump and who are, who are, let's say, you know, feel passionately about, we want to, you know, get past all the compromise about protecting our environment and, and all the like lip service that never really changes about the racism in our country. So I want to honor that sincerity and passion on people, regardless of where they're standing on this, on this seeming divide. And I feel like that's a place where there's common ground. I mean, we're looking for common ground here. So, yep. so if, if we could say, mm -hmm. raise your hand, like if we had a room where half the people were in one of these groups and half was in the other. And I said, raise your hand. If you love truth and you want to know the truth beyond appearances, I'll bet everybody would raise their hand. Nice, Darren. Yeah, man, you're, you're the great unifier. Well, I mean, I feel the unity, you know, the, the, thank you. I mean, I, I deeply feel there is a unified feel. Like I just finished watching the Thrive 2 movie. That's a whole Ooh. other discussion because there's a lot in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot but, in there. 
But I mean, the biggest thing I love about it is they constantly refer to the unified field, like how mm -hmm. physics describes the unified field mm -hmm. and how, you know, it's a spirituality is constantly in the unified field. And, and so that unified field to me is the solution to everything. You know, just like I agree that that part, I agree with the Thrive movie. There's other parts mm -hmm. which are maybe a little dicey that would take a little unpacking. But that's so, a beautiful thing they right did. On. Right on. So speaking of bringing it into the focus of the unified field, um, we could go on forever. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I think that, yeah, I, I think we want to give small little bites here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a lot that we're, we're, we're getting into. And so we really want to thank you, you know, for, for listening and, Thank you. Um, yes, we've uploaded the, uh, the 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 podcast to to uh, the Apple platform and also Google platform, so people can start to subscribe to the uh, to the podcast. And we're just taking it a week at a time here. I have no idea, you know, what and where we're going to go with this, um, but we're we uh, it's kind of fun and it feels like it's kind of needed. Um, so we're just gonna we're just gonna play. Well, you said you don't know where we're going. How about to infinity and beyond? <laughs> I heard that in a cartoon once. I thought maybe we could adopt that. All right, everybody. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you've been listening to us, we're grateful. We love you. Thank you. Connect with you next time. And I don't know if we're. I don't know if we're going to swear next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.